the 52 week podcast where three friends grapple with the ups and downs of goal setting and achievement coming at you for another week hello my name's steph and i'm the wannabe runner i'm meredith the ginger and i'm kelly i'm just along for the ride hey 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 welcome welcome to week 34 that was such a great intro, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I've really been practicing my haze. <laughs> I can tell. Perfection. Guys, quarantine, if nothing else, I'm really perfecting the Greek haze. For our podcast. Our meager, our meager podcast. This is the effort I go to. Um, we are going to get right into it this morning. That um, Steph has found a fantastic golden goalie, glowing goalie. I don't know. We both. Yeah, we've like I changed like we the name. Oscillated. <laughs> They're both great adjectives, so I'm happy to stick with either. You can be glowing and golden. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Steph, tell us about Leah. Okay, so I was searching on Instagram, hashtag goals accomplished, you know. like This is someone. what she does for motivation, <laughs> yeah. guys. I love it. Um, and I was like, you know what? We need to interview someone this week. And I came across this post and it said, today I found an old dog tag I made when I was in middle school. Leah the Imagineer. Haha, who would know later I'd be sitting by my name tag in my Imagineering office. And I was like, that's cool. So I just called her up and I was like, hey, do you want to on and and she um actually isn't an imaginary anymore she now works at a big news me- media conglomerate yeah <laughs> um but she just like is so awesome with her goals that i'm like can we interview you and then i got a little intimidated because i was like she seems really cool like and i was like this is just a little Steph, podcast what are you saying about us no like, i mean not that we, by cool we obviously people. need to step up our game <laughs> Am I not cool enough? No, it's just, you know, like when you're reaching out to people and I'm like, uh, oh, actually, you might be really legit. This is just something I do with my friends, you know, (laughs) but she just sounded so down to earth. So like, I didn't really talk to her very much. I was like, I want to save my questions for when my friends are there. So let's give her a call. Bring it on. Let me introduce you to the ladies. So we have Meredith here. Hey, how are you? (laughs) And um, then we have Kelly. Hey. So, (laughs) and so how do you say your last name? Because I didn't say it in the introduction because I just thought I would butcher it. Oh, no worries. It's Abukayan. Abukayan. And then it was Cook, right? Yeah, that's okay. my, my husband's last name, so I just kind of hyphenated. Okay. Um, but we're, like, so stoked to talk to you about your goals. So do you want to first tell us a little bit? I mean, I talked a little bit about that Instagram post um, about that you had created this little Imagineer tag and then you were sitting at your desk being an Imagineer. And, and that's not your, your job right now, but, like, just how did it feel to get that goal and what was the, the process of that? As a kid I've always wanted I knew I always wanted to work um or design for Disney I'm just growing up being like a huge Disney fan um so I, I used to you know make little um I made one of those dog tags and it said like I think I it said like Leia the Imagineer or something like that on it um so for me like one of my goals or dreams as a kid was always just to you know every kid was like be an Imagineer or work at the park and things like that so um for me being able to work at Imagineering and like reflect back on and seeing um, 
like this thing I had made as a kid was it's just like super fulfilling like all the the process of, of what you have to go through to, to reach your goal um so for me um I knew I wanted to work at Disney and design for Disney um when I was in middle school my brother actually had a professional internship at Disney Consumer Products um so I was able to go tour their their headquarters um and I met one of these designers and his name was Les and he had his own like side brand of Disney where he 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 worked with um a bunch of different street artists from around the world and I just saw like all the product placement and design stuff they were doing and I was like this is definitely where I wanted to work like like nothing else ever mattered I was like I just want to work at this really cool place um so after that, uh, throughout high school and whatnot, I already had the goal of like, oh, I want to be in industrial design because I wanted to do like products for Disney. So I went to college at Academy of Art University for industrial design, um, trying to focus on like products, like creating products and um, packaging. Then I ended up switching to graphic design um, while I was in school. So as I did graphic design after um, college, I ended up doing the Disney college program. And then I actually got an internship right after for um, Disney's Yellow Shoes, which is like another firm for Disney where they do a lot of like the marketing and ad side. Um, But unfortunately with that, um, I was short a few credits like for college credits. So I actually lost that internship, which was like devastating Mm -hmm. to me at the time. You know, it's part of the journey of like failing before you get something else. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going back to college, finishing like another semester just so I can get like pretty much just get those credits that I was missing and like try again for this internship that I like knew I had to do since it was like, you know, a dream to design for Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, So after doing that, I actually landed an internship at um, Disney Imagineering, which is like even better than the one that I had lost. So it was like just even more fulfilling. Like I was so excited to get something like an internship that was even better than the one that I thought I like really, really needed. Um, So when I was at Imagineering, I was just, I was, it was like crazy to be able to see your work in like park resorts and cruise lines and whatnot. Like I did a lot of work for um, food and wine festival and a lot of the environmental signs and like the new Disney Springs and whatnot. So um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's super crazy and like surreal to be able to reach the point of like you did you like reach your goal where it's like now, like what are my new goals? Like, So, and I mean, looking at your Instagram, you're so talented. It's so cool to see all the stuff that you design, but like, uh-huh. I'm sure, I'm sure that that is talent, but that also you've had to like work at that too. And so like our theme for today, for our podcast is like forward, like it doesn't matter what your speed is, forward is forward, you know? And so how have you been able to develop that skill? Um, so for me it's like i don't have just one like as a as an artist i don't have like one specific thing that i like to um i guess like move forward with um because specifically i'm known for doing like duct tape art um so i do duct tape art i also do like graphic design in the day and i do like some home renovation projects and like illustration and whatnot on the side so for me like every single one of those like avenues is like a whole growth like journey um if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like like for example like with with my duct tape art um it started off as like in you know in middle school how everyone makes those little duct tape wallets and whatnot oh yeah um yeah so I started doing that and then 
it started from duct tape wallets. I ended up selling them throughout high school and middle school. And then I just started making like little like cutouts and pictures and things on them. And for me, it was like the growth of seeing what you can do something small with this roll of tape and seeing like um, what potential there is in it. So I always try to like push the limit and see like how far I can take things and like expand and grow. And now I'm, I'm doing, I'm like starting to do more. Like I did a billboard design made of duct tape Wow, um, and cool. just like different like portraits and whatnot. So I think it, it's for me, it's like the same thing. Like the avenue of always like you, you kind of have to fail before you get somewhere, but then always like push the limit of um, like where you could progress in like every avenue. Well, and, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's the hard thing. Like it, like yeah. when you fail to keep going, you know. Like, right, right. Uh-huh. Um, Leah, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Just after looking at your Instagram, how tall are you? I am four eleven. I am super little. You are super little. <laughs> yeah. But like and, full of power. Uh, it's really kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, random question, but <laughs> no, that's totally. <laughs> I, I do get that question a lot because yeah. a lot of the things like I started just working on like some murals lately uh-huh. and a lot of people are like how do you work on murals if you're only like four like <laughs> yeah. so she means one of those yeah. ladders <laughs> so it feels like from an early age you were kind of like creating and feeling like confident enough to like sell what you'd created which I think sometimes like artists like friends I have that are artists are always like oh, this isn't good enough to sell or I'm not qualified enough to like for anyone to really want this. Do you think there was something in your childhood or your upbringing that made you really confident in your ability? Um, I think a lot of it was just like the support from family and friends because for me, like my, my parents were always, um, they hone in on like whatever. I'm the youngest of three siblings, first of all. Um, but each one of us had like our own passion for what we wanted to do. And I feel like my parents saw that and like, helped push us to like I guess further build whatever we were interested in um because like my sister's a singer my brother was like a, a beatboxer and also a successful like graphic designer um and then for me like just just the support of like them helping me through that as like a wanting to be like a starving artist kind of thing um and then also just my passion was really just like to make stuff like it could just be random whatever I was just trying to be creative and make things and like the reaction and response you get from people um like in friends how I was saying the duct tape wallets in like middle school it always just ended up being like I would make things for myself but other people would respond and like they want one too so it wasn't more so that I was very confident of like putting my work out there because I feel like as as an artist I was also like um, like the biggest critique to myself, like I didn't necessarily feel like my work was the best all the time, but it's just that like other people wanted a piece of that work, you know? So that also helped build the confidence as, as you kind of put your work out there. Um, so it all just kind of like played all together. <laughs> and I think that that's a very key of anything that's creative. Sometimes it's hard to put it out there cause it is vulnerable. Like when you've been working right, on right. something and so so how have you had I guess you said that like when you put it out there then you would feel more confidence when people reply like Mm -hmm. responded positively but what about if they responded negatively or have you had that yeah um so I feel like with every like piece of art there's always like opinions that go with it even if it's like you just made something for yourself you throw it on Instagram you know whatnot um so like recently 
Yeah, so recently I made a illustration of Vanessa and Brianna, um, <laughs> like with every with everything else that's going on, like in the world, all these like social, you know, it was like a social piece, but I kind of I drew it for myself as an ode to like a tribute to what's going on, um, and didn't mean anything by it, but it ended up going viral, <laughs> um, and with with that came like a lot of good responses because I, I posted like how to help both situations and like petitions and like things like call to action for change, you know. Um, so it came with a lot of good responses and like people asking like what their story was and links for um, like the petitions and everything. But it also came with a lot, a lot of negative responses. Like people didn't like that I had included them both in the same illustration um, because they were like different races and I was getting like racist comments and like even even comments about like I made one look skinnier than the other or like, you know, it was anything like oh my God. any negative comments, um, even if it was like put out as a positive message um but I always just try to look at like the the bigger picture of like there's always going to be like you know internet trolls and people who don't like stuff you kind of just have to push forward in that if anything you still made an impact on that person um like through art even though you didn't intend to (laughs) but for me it's like because it had more like positive output and like call to action that like the negative ones didn't really bother me as much so you kind of just have to push forward and like you know push your positive intention out there and just kind of ignore the the negative ones and if anything like try to educate whoever's being negative or saying things like that so yeah when I was going through your Instagram that is actually one of my favorite pieces that's come out of all of this that I started seeing because I actually didn't know anything about Vanessa before I saw it. And so it led me to find out more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, when Steph was like, we're interviewing this girl. And I looked at your Instagram. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> she's the one who created that piece because I had seen it so many places. Uh-huh. And it has been my favorite graphic from all of it on Instagram. So well done. I'm talking to a celebrity. Yeah, that's <laughs> my personal hero. <laughs> well, and that's cool because I mean I'm not on social media, so I haven't seen anything. So that's really cool I'll that show, you I'll shot show a picture. Before. I actually have it right so. here. Oh, yeah, no, that's really cool. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Because it is crazy. Like, I've never put any piece out that has, like, gone viral to that extent where I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I just drew something for myself one day. And then I went back to my phone and was like, this can't be right. Like, Instagram is glitching. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Nope, it was a favorite for sure. Yeah. It's been interesting, I think, how, like, graphic art has been such a big part. And maybe it is because social media is you know, more prevalent, but it's such a great way to educate because it's, you know, it grabs people's attention and then allows them to connect with it more rather than, oh, I have to go out and search for this thing. So Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's such a powerful Mm -hmm. medium these days. Right. And I also think of it kind of like, especially with, you know, the pandemic going on, it's like, like introverted, like advocation kind of like you're being active in a, in a way that's like, I don't have to march and be loud and things like that. Like I could do it from home and make an impact. So it's like a whole different like way of thinking, which I never really like, I just started doing more social pieces because I saw the impact of like what, what graphics can kind of do like through the internet now. So it's like a new avenue also another, another form of growth. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's also because people have such short attention spans. Like it's an image that really grabs attention right, as right. opposed to a long opinion piece or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
That's cool. Super powerful. So, I mean, hearing you talk, it sounds like you're involved in all these different things, right? Like you have your your day job, but then you have your duct tape art and you have like different illustrations that you do. So how do you manage all of this? Like, how do you keep the ball rolling with all these different projects? Yeah, that's a good question um, because it's, it is really easy to get burnt out, like trying to balance nine to five and like all my like side projects. But for me, it was it's just like turning your turning your passion into something that can like, I guess, make a difference and make like side money and, you know, something you enjoy. Um, but the hard part really is like taking your since it is like something that I'm passionate about instead of it becoming a job where it's like just something else I have to do, it's like try to find the joy in doing it. So I try to change up my projects all the time. So it's like, I don't focus just on like, yeah, I do my nine to five, but afterwards I, it's not like I like necessarily go and do like only freelance. I try to switch it up. So I always have like one is a more hands-on project. And then one week I'll do like more freelance, like branding, graphic design, um, but for me, it's always just been like to be creative because I'm always with somebody that just always has to be making something. Um, I don't know how to like really explain it, but it's it's really just um, like still trying to find the passion and like using that as as like uh, exercise to keep creating more and like building on that and like learning more skills and whatnot. So challenging yourself. Yeah, it's it's a really a balancing act because it's like you you don't want to burn yourself out either so it's really just switching it up and then also making time for yourself and it looks like from instagram too you've been reaching some fitness goals you've been doing some races and stuff Mm -hmm. and so i mean we always like to like just dive into like the nitty-gritty because sometimes we're like okay we've been working on our goals and sometimes it's like how do you how are people consistent how do people get this done you know so so how like how you know with like your fitness goals and then fitting in these other projects what's like the nitty-gritty of your schedule how do you motivate yourself to be like okay like I'm getting this stuff done um so for me like my whole fitness well it started like two years ago I joined um a gym at our work at my uh, current workplace um and they had a program called fit trip which is like a 12-week program um that you do a scan in the beginning and then at the end of 12 weeks, but they have like classes that you could take throughout. So for my fitness goals specifically, um, I really just was like, I, I want to actually do good this time. Like, you know, how you always set fitness goals and it's like so hard to manage, so hard to maintain. Um, but with this pro- uh, program I did at work, like they, they assign you somebody that checks in with you every week. Um, so I kind of just made that a goal for the year to be like, I'm really going to actually focus on it and not just like half-ass this, you know, fitness goal this time. Mm-hmm. So I started getting like different, like something I can keep up with. So I got, um, I set my Apple watch to, um, my fitness pal. So I always, I started tracking my food. I started making sure that I try to work out like, um, one, at least like 30 minutes a day. Um, it was just, it was like a huge change. It was like a lifestyle change, but it was something that you just kind of have to keep up with. Cause it's, it's hard to wake up in the morning and be like, I'm going to do all these things, but you kind of just have to go through it. <laughs> so, um, for me, I was like 12 o'clock, like, um, at work since, since the gym was in my workplace, I would go, instead of eating lunch, I would use my lunch to go to the gym and then just eat at my desk. Like that was my, 
like routine for the next like 12 weeks um but as you start seeing progress it's like more exciting so you just keep on with it um and then just balancing that with like the rest of the things I do it's really like on a time frame like it's, it's I write down my goals also like so my goal for the top was like fitness at the time and it's like all these other projects I want to finish so I always just set the time to do each of them like individually but make sure I always have that small like amount of time every day to work out which I mean hasn't been since quarantine but yeah I'm gonna start up again soon (laughs) yeah Yeah. but but so you schedule that time in for different the different projects and for your working out every day right right Mm -hmm. so at least for like fitness goals like I try to at least have that time every day is like that time from 12 to 1 is like workout and then for my projects my project wise it's like of course nine to five is like my regular day job and then after that I'll try to do like at least an hour a day of working on a project um, but I, like I said, I would switch off my projects all the time. That way it does it doesn't get too like consistent, um, where I don't like burn out. So I kind of change it up all the time. Those are some good tips. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking yeah. notes. <laughs> she yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, and like, I, everything will get done eventually. As long as you like kind of switch it up, it's like a little bit more exciting. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and I thought like when you were talking about these projects, I was picturing like, you know, that you would have like three hours a night or whatever. So it's nice to just hear like that. At least you're working on it once a night. Cause sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, I do podcasting and editing for my work, but then I also have all these side projects with podcasting and editing and sometimes it's like the last thing I want to do when I get home but I can always do an hour you know so that's like and if you count up an hour every week you know like right it It, it builds up Mm -hmm. and then it's I mean it's different for like specific projects like if there's something that takes like a little longer you know like I'll set out like maybe this one will be like three hours today but then I won't work on it tomorrow I'll work on something else tomorrow um and then another thing for me is like when when freelance does come in um you just kind of have to limit yourself like maybe I'll only take three projects this week and like everything else you kind of just have to learn to say no to or pick projects that you will enjoy more than others even though like you know kind of balance like the the budget and and the way that you're going to enjoy each project also um yeah it's all balanced really (laughs) and it's kind of like how you said like you can manage to do one hour a day so that you don't get burnt out Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same like um one of my gym instructors said like you could like when you when you take a tabata class you could always do 20 seconds of something so he'd always do like as as hard as all these workouts are if you can last 20 seconds to like add on like five seconds or whatever like and you'll finish it even though you're like struggling you know so I kind of think of that as the same for my projects as like if I can knock out an hour a day it's still getting done you know yeah yeah I like that a lot making your goals your priority and then fitting in the rest of stuff later the unimportant Mm -hmm. stuff later right right the not fun stuff, really, actually. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and it just seems like everyone we talk to, like, no one really wants to get up early in the morning. You know? No one really right, wants. Exactly. Like, I don't know if it ever gets to the point where, I mean, like, you get in the routine and it's like, okay, but there's always that, like, few seconds where you're like, oh, sleeping in, like, the bed always seems so much better, but... But once you're up and going, it's so worth it and you feel good and your day's already started. So it's got its perks. (laughs) 
So what's your advice to people that are listening or to us that have our goals of maybe they're, you know, maybe they're starting where you had when you were in eighth grade and you had that like imaginary name tag and you're like, this is what I want to be. But what's your advice to them to to all of us um, if we have a big goal, how to get there? Um, I feel like once you know your main goal, just kind of like think of the steps that would take you there or like, I guess what step would help you reach the goal in the long run, even if it takes long to get there. Like how I I knew as a kid, like I wanted to design or be an Imagineer. So for that step is like, um, along the way, it's like, I knew I was going to go to an art college and like do all these things, like slowly uh, work slowly up there. And then even before I was able to get to an Imagineering position, um, I was able to take, like, I did the Disney college program, which means, like, I worked in the park. So you can take the smallest step to even just get into the, like, company or area or wherever you want to be, um, even if it's not up there to where you're going to be, because you could always, you know, move forward because it takes progress. At least, like, a small step in the door um, is in the right direction. So, And I think that, like, the one internship that you didn't get, that was just a very small moment of your story. And I think that sometimes when we have those setbacks, like, as I'm just hearing you talk about all this, I'm like, sometimes when we have, like, those setbacks, we think it's, like, so big and sometimes it's so dramatic in our life. And it is. It's hard. But, like, right. that that seems like just a... a small part in your story you know mm-hmm. yeah because and then it's crazy because I actually just spoke to somebody about this last time that we noticed every time I have something like big happen in my life there's something that like fails right before it so like how I said with the internship I lost Disney's yellow shoes internship and I thought that was like the biggest thing ever you know I like cried when I was like oh I can't take the internship mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I got something better which was Imagineering um and then also the same for um after I had finished like Disney and everything after that, um, my, my husband's in the military. So we were living at Fort Stewart in the time at the time. And we were looking to move, um, cause my husband just switched from active duty infantry to reserves. That way I can also work like in a city as well. Um, so during that time I was looking for jobs and I just finished a interview in San Francisco for, um, Jimboree, which is that, you know, that kids. Oh, clothing yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, so I went, so all my family's in California also, which is why I was looking in California at first. So I just finished an internship or an internship uh, interview with Jimboree. Um, and it went like super well and everything. But as soon as I finished that interview, I got a call from another um, like company that I had applied for. And they were like, oh, like you have an interview tomorrow. So I had to fly all the way to Atlanta, um, like right after, day after, to do this other interview. And that ended up being like where I am now for like a news media company. But it's just crazy that it's like the the whole like it's all it's always everything all at one time. So it's like I went to this under, other interview and you had to like turn it down to get this other, you know, something that it comes everything comes in twos and it always ends up being yeah. like better later. So even mm-hmm. if you fail at one thing or you like lose an opportunity, that doesn't mean that's like the opportunity for you. Um, and then like in a, in another case of the last two seasons of the show, um, NBC's making it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had talked to them or they had reached out and I had talked to them for like the last two seasons and to potentially be like a contestant on that show but both oh. seasons they ended up like at the end being like oh like I guess they're full or I didn't make the cut or anything like that but then this year another show 
um, actually reached out through Instagram also and was like, oh, we like we want to talk to you. So that might be like another potential thing. So it's always like you lose one and then gain something better, which is like super crazy. That's awesome. I can't, I can't wait to yeah. see you on one of those shows and I'll be like, I've <laughs> talked to her. I have talked to her. She's on our podcast. Yeah. Well, and like the, the news media company, we can't say what it is, but it's a big deal. So it's like you're at like you're at a great company. So I think it's cool just to all these things like the difference between Jimbery or you know <laughs> uh-huh. so and I like that those experiences help when you hit the hard times because you're like no I know in my past I've had something that was really disappointing that has caused upset but I know there's good things to follow like it's super right. cliche but it's like is it sound of music or it's like where one door closes another one opens or where a window yeah. closes yeah a door it's so opens. real that's exactly yeah because <laughs> even even um how my, me and my husband currently just bought a house like our first house together um but right before this we kept like our all the contract we were under contract like three different times and it kept falling through like for different reasons so we we're like hey like none of these like houses or condos are meant to be and then at the end we ended up getting like the best like bigger you know the better place out of all the other three that we thought was the one so it's just like another one of those like literally everything like all the big steps have always been like you lose one and then you get something better yeah (laughs) and the victory is all the sweeter because you've had right like disappointment yeah that's Mm -hmm. super cool and i think it goes with our theme of just like forward is forward just move forward you know like Uh because if you like sit or on the sidelines and you're like whatever I'm giving up like you just don't make any progress so right exactly yeah so that's like the biggest thing is like if anybody's in a in a down spot or like stuck or whatnot or lost something there's always something like you know new door like as as like cliche as that sounds it's so real (laughs) no so true love it Uh well you've been awesome to talk to today thanks so much for chatting with us and can you tell people how they can find you on instagram or do you have like facebook or other things for them to follow you on uh yeah on instagram it's just at hellalea um and then you can see all my art and whatnot on there so <laughs> sweet i just started following you <laughs> I'm super pumped actually you made a fan out of the ginger cat well, yeah. Um, lately, yeah you guys have been great to talk to I'm so glad you reached out yeah. yeah lately I've been looking for like more positive outlets to follow on Instagram and I've started following like this girl that rollerblades you guys have probably seen her on she's in Germany but she rollerblades and dances not rollerblades oh, awesome. she roller skates <laughs> guys it's on skates she's like break dancing on roller skates but I mean following you is another one of those very positive creative outlets that needs to be seen more on Instagram than commercials or memes or you know I just love it so thanks yeah I appreciate that (laughs) okay well you have a great rest of your day and so exciting for your new place thank you (laughs) so so, okay well I'm glad that we can be friends now and we'll talk to you later Alright, thanks guys. Appreciate yeah. it. You guys yeah. be safe out there. Yeah, yeah. Thank, Thank you. Bye. She was rad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. Steph talked her up so much that she's like, I don't know if we're cool enough to even like, talk to her. No, I totally agree. We're not cool enough to talk to her. Guys, I don't know this whole cool thing. Well, Kelly's cool. I'm so offended. But I'm not going to lie. Not cool. When 
I was going through her Instagram and I just saw this picture of Vanessa and Brianna that I have seen go around. I like looked around to see her name and I was like, oh my gosh. She's like an NFS sensation. See, that's I have no one clue. That wasn't, and that's what I love too. If I knew people that, um, like, I just randomly saw another post. Yeah. And I really didn't look at the, her things, but I mean, she has a lot of followers, so that's why I was like to her, like, um, <laughs> like <laughs> you're probably cool. having people interview you that are like bigger podcasts, you know. <laughs> but um, I, I just like I love everything that she had talked about too of. It's all, it's so cool as we're hearing from different people, you know, as we've talked to Inger or to Ryan or to Mm -hmm. Heidi, it's making time for the things that are important to you. It's, you know, like when you schedule that out and make it a priority and just keep doing it, even when you get failure, like that's how people are getting their goals. And -hmm. I think it's that whole, like, there's not going to be a silver bullet of this is the tried and true, like this will definitely work for everyone. Because it is like, it's the small and simple things that are working for everyone. And I think it's helpful to hear from people who have really achieved big goals and be like, yeah, it's nothing that I can't do. Mm -hmm. Like nothing about it was like, well, I had to start with a million dollars or I had to have this network of people or I had to have, like, it's nothing that is impossible for the average individual. Um, You just have to really break it down and go, okay, what are the small things I need to do that move me forward towards Mm -hmm. this and continue? Like, I do feel like a repeating theme is some consistency. Yeah. Like just keep chipping away at it. I also am a little envious of like knowing what you wanted to do, you know, that early in in life. Cause I was like, I don't know if I ever had that, but it doesn't stop me now from being like, well, if I figure out what I want to do now, I can still go for it. Yeah. Well, and how she said that that gave her the direction because then yeah. she knew what she's going to go to for college. And yeah, I also think kind of off of what Kelly was saying just a minute ago, something I've learned from her in just this conversation, consistency doesn't have to mean doing the exact same thing every single day, day after day, month after month, year after year, which is the definition I was giving it. She's consistently doing art, but it's different art every day, different amount of times, different things. But she's doing her art every day. And so with weight loss, I mean, I bring up weight loss because it's always my goal, right? But um, even my crafts, consistently working on her craft or consistently working on my weight loss, it doesn't have to be, okay, I'm tracking my food every single day. It doesn't have to be, I'm walking every morning. It doesn't have to be, it could be like, today I went for a run. Tomorrow I'm going to do a video online. The next day I'm going to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're always doing it consistently. Yeah. And that that broadens my spectrum so much on how to be able to achieve a whole bunch of different goals. Yeah. And I think it's also that human nature, you got to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. So if it is something like weight loss, it's like, okay, we'll find different ways to exercise to mm-hmm. keep the interest level there or I don't know. Yeah. Very cool. Learned a lot from her. Yeah. She's real cool, guys. Go follow her. Well, <laughs> guys, this lengthy episode has made up for our very short one. <laughs> Seriously. We gave you some good meat to listen to this week. <laughs> and um, about crafting, I'm so excited because my mom and sisters are out of town. 
they were in Colorado visiting my sister. And um, I'm going over tomorrow after our walk and I'm gonna take my saw and I'm gonna take the wood that I've been wanting to work on. And I'm gonna work from my mom's house, but also make my, make my wood farmhouse signs. And it's like the perfect time to be able to do it by myself with nobody watching because I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. And to like take over their space. Um, so I'm very excited about it because I can work a little bit and then work on a project and cut my wood. And I don't want to do it at my house because to do a saw and in an apartment complex, that's not <laughs> super yeah. convenient, right? So having my mom's house by myself, they probably were like, well, you can do it while I'm here. Well, no, it's just nice. That you're gone. <laughs> Just don't cut off. I can hang out with the cat. Limbs without anyone around. To <laughs> yeah, true. Dial nine one one. No, I should be good. And she has like tools that I need to do it. But I'm really excited to get some of those projects done. And I'm super pumped since I got my learned how to use the vinyl machine yesterday. <laughs> and Kelly's like, it's like a piece of cake. I don't know why you're so no, excited it's not about a piece this. Of cake. It's new technology. It is, and it was very exciting. I have a picture. Well, and hearing her talk about creativity, I think that like it gets me excited to be like, okay, I have all these projects that I have been wanting to do. Yeah. And it's like, why aren't they yeah. done? Yeah. Dive yeah. in. Okay. Any closing thoughts from anyone? I messed up a little bit. There's my little wine. Oh, it's very cute. Let me see. Oh, it's an elephant. Of course. On these, I have like cycling in a mountain bike. And I was like, I need something else that like is me. Mm -hmm. Little elephant. Nice. I messed up on his ear, but it's okay. It's cute. <laughs> Excellent. What guys. a week, guys. What, a, what week. a week. It is August. I can't believe it's August. I don't know if anyone needed that update other than me, but uh, how did this happen is my question. Um, and man, it's hot out there. <laughs> yeah, it has been a little hot. I did see that you were wise and parked your car in the shade. <laughs> I, you know, wisdom. I yep. can break habits if there is a benefit. There is a goal mantra for you. Yeah. Not quite, but how was everyone's week? Pretty good, actually. This week was the first week. So probably in all of June and July, I've been home two weekends. <laughs> and so this week and weekend, I was like, I'm not making any plans with people after work. I'm not... Um, going anywhere this weekend and it was really nice <laughs> I mean I watched TV all one day and finished that whole Love on the Spectrum uh, such a good we show we like, a separate podcast for that yeah we do that I'm, I'm unofficially supporting it on our podcast that show is so you can so officially support it okay officially support it you're not ready to commit officially <laughs> No, I meant unofficially, like, it's sponsor. <laughs> it's so charming. Like, these, they follow some people in Australia who have, um, they're on the spectrum, and they have Asperger's. And just, like, the genuineness of them. And I'm not going to lie, I took some notes of what I should be doing on a date, you know? <laughs> because Make it 50-50. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did they say? Make it 50-50. Because a lot of I it, you said naked 50-50. No, oh, no, make not, it 50-50. Not yeah. show some skin. Yeah. <laughs> not naked 50-50. Um, they just work through, because sometimes social skills can be difficult for people on the spectrum. 
Social skills can be difficult for all kinds of people. I think we're all getting harder at her. And so some of them work very closely with um, like a therapist who talks them through like, what will you do on a first date? What What's the aim of a first date? And it really is like, yeah, let's get back to basics. Like mm-hmm. the idea is to find out if you have common interests with a person. Yeah. You don't need to do more than that. You don't need to leap ahead and tell your whole life story and all kinds of things. So, yeah, I think it's very sweet. I'm glad you watched so it. So sweet. And, like, there is there is a little bit of awkwardness that you're just like, oh, no. But, you know, that's dating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And I love how honest they are. They are so honest. <laughs> I think we'll just be friends. I'm like, man, if I could say that sooner, yes, life no, might be And better. that was one of the thoughts was, like, no, that's something that they're like, we didn't have that much in common. And some they gave a second date to. But just, like, I found myself just my heart being so so full while watching this show so it was a good use of my time so if you would like to hear further in depth <laughs> i would watch into it. our experience with love on the spectrum you can tune into our podcast binge watching with meredith and kelly <laughs> oh my gosh i think we could totally do that <laughs> the shows that kelly and i have watched like yeah you guys love that love after lockup like i would hear you guys talk about that oh my gosh time. yes <laughs> that love could blind, be a season love after lockup guys i love his blind goals <laughs> did you ever watch the circle i think i started it and couldn't get into it i couldn't get into the first couple but then i persisted and i actually really ended up loving it I kind of followed them for a little while on Instagram, but then I stopped following them. <laughs> so we've had great weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So back to the I weeks. I think my goal was to promote love on the spectrum. <laughs> Check. So I'm really <laughs> succeeding. Um, yeah. So if you guys remember last week, we did our podcasting at the park while walking, which was an interesting podcast. <laughs> we probably won't try that again. Um, I was actually very surprised at the quality of the sound. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> We're securely in a recording studio today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, really, my week was good. I didn't have too many goals, but like I found time to read. Okay, so my biggest goal, my biggest accomplishment, which was not part of a goal, was last night. I I hope these people aren't listening, but I canceled on some plans. <laughs> well, I, you're putting it out there. <laughs> the thing was, I um, last night, yesterday, I went to a bridal shower, and then they were going to do like a follow up party later that night at nine thirty, and the thought of going back out was like too much for me. And again, this was a weekend that I really wanted to just stay home and do my thing, and I didn't watch tv and i'm so proud of myself because it was like a friday saturday night that's a perfect time to put on tv get some food i did get some food arby's and um i pulled out the cricket i figured out i did my first final project with my cricket and um read some stuff and just really good i was so happy but back to the, the whole week i read more this week so so we're nice. putting a yes on reading? Yes. Put a yes on reading and, and we can say yes to the crafts. I didn't do it every day, but I did accomplish and super, like it just felt good to be home and be in control of my mm-hmm. schedule and to say no to things. So, yeah. Nice. Steph, how was your week? 
Yes. So yesterday I hiked Mount Olympus. <gasps> no, I don't know what you I don't was. see me, but I'm crazy. <laughs> wow, guys, I hiked Blood Lake. I'm not impressed by no, my one point four. I am impressed. <laughs> where is that? Because that was um, beautiful. Big Cottonwood. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go look that place up. Um. So here's the thing: is I've been doing like moderate, easy hikes. I went from that to a strenuous hike, and I. I don't think I've been so proud of myself since the last marathon I ran. Like, yeah. I, so, um, my thing stopped clocking because I went into airplane mode at some point. So, what I have clocked is 7.7 miles with a um, 3,400 feet elevation increase. That is ridiculous. And if you look at the, the thing, it's all red orange. Like, yeah. it's just straight up and it's a beast. And so I was like, yeah, I want to do Olympus. I haven't hiked it since I was 16. So I really didn't remember. I know people say it's hard, but I'm like, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> so at the top, it's just like all these rocks that you have to climb over, which if your legs aren't spent, it's not that bad. Yeah. But like my legs were already spent like yeah. hours before. And so at the very end, I'm just like literally crawling up these rocks because that's all that I could do. My yeah. legs wouldn't move. And I ran into like a friend on the trail and who are uh, these friends that we run into on hikes <laughs> in Mount Olympus I, That's so well, and, and I was like so embarrassed because I'm like I'm at my worst right now <laughs> <laughs> but and, like I got to stop and the thing I love about hiking is just like chatting to people along the way so everyone that we would see I'd be like how far is it you know and they're like you're only halfway and I'm like no yeah. we only, I only went to the saddle I didn't go all the way up and this is to the saddle like that's it was hard and so there's this group that I was talking to and they were like yeah you can do it and so I get to the top and they're like cheering for me and my other two friends are cheering so for me and I was like I'm so proud of myself like <laughs> I really like I took a victory picture at the top and it just felt so good to push myself to that limit yeah. and and the way down I mean I felt like I was very prepared with like my hydration and my food because I'm yeah. constantly afraid of overexerting myself and, and passing out because that's been a pattern of mine before. <laughs> um, but like the way down was like so hot and it was so, but it just was like, I was like, I wouldn't be able to do this back in March when I started with my running coach. Yeah. And, I, and that was the other thing too. Like this week I went and did my metabolic testing with my running coach and just how my heart rate has changed my different zones. I have more endurance. And so it was cool to measure that progress too. So I did Mount Olympus and Secret Lake this week. So got in two hikes and then I edited and posted two podcasts. Killing it. But it just, it like is one of those weeks where I just felt like, wow, it's like, and everything at work, like different things were happening. And it was like, I've been make, like working so hard. And then this week I finally have felt you're seeing the fruit. Yes, yes. So that felt super rewarding. Yeah. Steph, so at the beginning of the year, you had, you know, you had your goals broken down. Uh -huh. like you're doing how many hikes for the summer? 20. 20. Do you have a way you're like checking that off or are you just doing it mentally? No, I'm checking it off like on a paper. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And same with like the podcast because the mm -hmm. podcast you have, you want to do a hundred or something like that. 120. That's a lot to just like mentally be like, check, check. Yeah. So you have it on a piece mm -hmm. of paper. Okay. Yeah. So like, guys, I really, I mean, and after doing Mount Olympus, like I couldn't move. Like I was so 
I sore. I can't believe you're walking today. <laughs> well, now I'm yeah. not. Now I'm not sore today. But like yesterday, all I did afterwards was I just like showered and laid in my bed and watched TV, and that just felt nice <laughs> too. Because like Meredith, how you said you hadn't had a lazy mm-hmm. um, weekend for a bit. Like I haven't either, and I I um just made this commitment that I was like, I want my goals more than I want doing anything else. And so even though my family was in Bear Lake this weekend boating and I love boating, I love Bear Lake. Like it was nice to be like, no, like I'm sacrificing because I want to stick with my routine and to keep these goals. Well, cause we're nearing the finish line. Yeah. It's August. We've got five months left mm. of the year. No, we've got four. August, September, October, November, December. It is five. So five full months. We're nearing the end. Well, and then it gets cold and yeah. like holidays get busy. But I don't know. I've just as as crappy wor- like worldwide as this year has been um, and all the things going down. I feel like this has been a cool year to see my progress with goals and that's like the other thing I was telling um a friend about this podcast I'm like honestly the biggest thing it's done for me is to help me see how I I set goals and how like what works for me Mm -hmm. because we've it's been trial and error all along very true very Very true. true Um, for my week, I don't know if I can follow up. Like, I crawled to the top of Mount Olympus. I know, right? We should no. have made her go last. I should have, yeah. Yeah. I Era. forgot she did that. I went on too. my part, but <laughs> oh, alas, guys, I drink a gallon of water a day. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Because my water and Look at me terrible. go. That is terrible. great. <laughs> um, you did blood like. And so. you did do blood like. And Kelly, like, I, I don't know. You, uh, do you love hiking? I hate hiking. That's why I'm saying this is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> because, I mean, I didn't want to put it out there that you didn't like hiking if you recently changed. <laughs> if I've recently portrayed <laughs> to other people. I love hiking. I've been talking to this guy. Um, and <laughs> because last week I was in Bear Lake, like, boating and mm-hmm. swimming. And this week I, I was hiking. <laughs> I'm like, he's definitely got this wrong impression that I'm like outdoorsy because I don't like the outdoors. I really like the indoors, guys. <laughs> Whatever you love camping. <laughs> love camping. <laughs> um, so sarcastic. So I just—it's been funny because he's like, "Oh, that's so awesome! Oh, I'm going hiking today. You've inspired me. Oh, I love hiking. Do you hike alone?" I was like, "No, I don't hike alone. Who's doing that on their own?" Yeah. And he's like, "I've just figured out that like if I really want to get out there and do it, I have to do it on my own." And I was like, "Well, that's a year ago. Never so. would I want to do anything that badly to go." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, it's just been amusing to me that I've sounded outdoorsy because I ain't. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other goal was to read. And so I've kept up the reading every morning before I start work, which has been really good. What are you reading? I'm reading The Infinite Atonement. Oh, good book. Yeah. I have like five chapters left. Yeah. And it's taken me seven months. Yeah. I got a book off my friend um, for that I was going to read last week while I was in Bear Lake, but I haven't started yet. I don't know if I can do two books at once. I know that's dumb because the one I borrowed from her is more like just enjoyment fictional. Um, but I think I've just been like, no, let's get through one book and then start another. Well, I mean, and you... You fa- you squeezed in the time to even read that book before work. Otherwise, it wasn't happening. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Which I guess means I still don't really have the habit of, like, reading for leisure. It's still kind of like, I do this 
as something I want to do each day. It's not like, I think at one point I wanted reading to be like an alternative to TV. Uh-huh. And I think I'm still a little bit in the mode of, oh, if I'm actually looking to just relax, then I put the TV on and, you know, mm-hmm. do something on my phone. Um, but, have you read Educated? No, I okay. need to. Um, that's the book I'm reading right now. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Um, Every but, chapter. Have you gotten to where she's gone to college? Uh-huh. Guys, I've spoiler alert, I didn't know she goes to college. Educated. I didn't even know it was a she. <laughs> You're really spoiling it's a she. this book for me. <laughs> she goes to college. Um, just to circle and back to awkward. hiking yesterday, guys, saw a moose. Saw two. Uh, it was yeah, you crazy like you really close. times. Yeah. And you got yeah. in the water. I got in the water. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is Kelly doing my last two Those weekends? are my two favorite things and you were doing them without me. I know, right? <laughs> Seeing moose and We've being We've invited her water. to do it before. Hiking and being water. Oh, well, I was going to invite you. I was like, wait, she's doing Mount Olympus. So I won't invite her on this little yeah. walk. <laughs> Next time, though. But it was really nice that you end up at the lake and then literally went in in what I was wearing hiking. And, well, I hadn't got to the point of being in the water when the moose turned up. Um, but my friend was in the water and my other friend was getting into the water and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll hop in. And then this cry kind of comes out of like, there's a moose, there's a moose, there's a moose. And everyone's kind of scuttling about and everyone be careful. And someone kept shouting like, moose are dangerous, be careful. Because <laughs> people are trying to get close to take pictures. The moose gets into the water and starts kind of working its way to where my friend was in the water. And she's just like, watching <laughs> I think at that point was she, that Anna? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she might have been close enough at that point that she had her phone I feel like she'd gone in to take pictures to begin with maybe not maybe she was in there swimming no she wouldn't she didn't have her phone I take it back um, but she was just kind of watching and like what do I do like do I scurry out of the water do I stay in the water and then people started pointing out that there was a second moose and they're like that's the baby so it's a mom and a baby and they're they're going to be really they're protective and blah, blah blah and I was like well this one has horns doesn't that make it a male I don't know my moose wildlife facts um, I thought it was husband wife but I mean I didn't get time to ask them for you know, a marriage certificate <laughs> but so the one with the horns that I'm gonna presume is the male ended up like coming right to where we were and it's like the towel was out <laughs> my friend's leggings are like hanging on the tree because she was about to get in the water and it's like don't eat my leggings <laughs> and he's just he was so close to us um, and then he kept going just a little bit past where we were. So we're now kind of hiding in between like a thicket of trees, thinking like if he comes at us, harder to get us if we're in between trees. And then it seemed like he was just going to stand there and like eat. And then the other one, which I assume was wifey moose, was down the other side of where we were. So for us to go back in and swim, we were between them. Oh, wow. Which felt dangerous to be between them yeah. in water. Yeah. And the only thing I kept thinking was, I can't imagine a moose moves that quickly in water. Mm-hmm. Like, and I tried to Google, can moose swim? As you were in the, you had your phone with you in the water? 
Well, I wasn't in the water at this oh, point. Okay. I was like waiting to go in, but uh, they kind of just stood there eating for a really long time. And we were like, do we just like keep not doing anything? Uh-huh. Um, and my friends had gone back in the water and they just kind of swam to the middle of the lake. And so I'm like, can moose swim? But I didn't have enough cell service <laughs> to get a response. Um, so in the end, I was like, I guess I'm just going to go in as well and I'll swim to the middle because I can't imagine a moose moving quickly mm-hmm. in the water. And I also can't imagine it getting enough, like, oomph behind it if it tried to attack in the water. (laughs) But I definitely did have this fear of, like, what if I can't swim as well as I used to be able to? (laughs) Anyway, that was my Saturday. That's fun. It was epic. Very. Are there moose in Australia? Uh, I don't believe so. Now that I say that out loud, I should know. No, we don't have moose. Okay. No, I think they're a northern hemisphere thing. But yeah, it was super cool. Yeah. Yeah, because your pictures look super close. And I yeah. was like, uh, she's really yeah. close. Or she's I wasn't really even good zooming zoom. in on that. I was like, uh, we are literally this like, close. On the pictures, you can see the fur on the, mm-hmm. the antlers. Yeah. Like, the, it was just such yeah. a clear. I had this moment of like, should I not be this close? No, I'll just do it. It's fine. I would say it probably would have caused more panic to turn around and move quickly than well, to just it was, stay where you were. It was nice also that, sorry, this is really digressing into no. story time today. It's a good accomplishment. Um, <laughs> I'm jealous. Um, when we arrived, we picked this little spot on the banks and there was kind of like a steep drop off from the bank to the water. And I was like, oh, how am I going to get in and out with like... My friends were, like, sliding into the water. I was like, I'm not really looking to do that. Mm -hmm. But just over from us, there was a group of girls that turned out to be, like, a bridal party, a bridal shower. um, And they were obnoxiously loud. Um, But, and must have, I thought they were all teenagers, but I guess one of them is getting married. But they're all taking photos and Instagramming and they're like yelling across the lake at this group of guys. And I was just like, I came to enjoy some peaceful nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when the moose thing happened, we'd only been there for like five, ten minutes when the moose came. And so all of those girls like scurried out, hid behind trees and everyone kind of stood around waiting to see what would happen. And they pretty soon gave up and left. And we were like, great, we're claiming their beach. They had a really nice beach. Oh, so yeah. we got that. And no more like loud women yelling across the lake. And hiding behind trees. So I'm grateful to the moose for giving me a pleasant <laughs> nature experience. We're going to look on the positive side. Oh, I'm all about it, guys. <laughs> you know me. I love it. Anyway, that was our Well, week. now that I know you're up for hiking, Kel. No. <laughs> you can ask the friends I hiked with. I'm never hiking again. What? I haven't experienced hiking with you yet, though. I need... American Kelly. I, I've experienced camping with you. If you can crawl up Mount Olympus, I'm not at your level. No, I'm not at that level either, <laughs> obviously, because <laughs> I'm crawling up. So, Steph and I do a lot together because we have a lot of the same interests, but when it comes to hiking, she's had to find other friends. <laughs> and that will make it's that the, way. It's the same Because this way. one was easy-ish, mm-hmm. and I knew from the ish... That it was going to be a little bit... And I was like... I'd looked at... I'd done my research on this. Uh-huh. I read the reviews. I was like, 1.5 miles. Like, we do that each morning. Mm-hmm. I got this. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, there's a little bit of a climb. Like, there's switchbacks at the end. 
but it's just different when you're out in the heat of mm-hmm. the middle of the day and the pathway is rocky and there are other people around and there are bugs and there are like yeah was the switchback like the whole mile before then so the first the easy part was the first mm, i would half. say you hit the switchback probably around the mile mark mm-hmm. and so it's like the last third is switchbacks but it's just like really powdery dirt and so even coming back down it feels really unstable gotcha anyway i really like paved flat roads if i'm gonna be walking (laughs) (laughs) and for the record i've been doing easy to moderate hikes so it's not was easy ish and i still was like "Mm, this was not a walk in the park okay well your next one is Timpanogos, right? No, I, after this, I'm like, because <laughs> like, at the beginning, I was like, yeah, Timp is going to be in September. I'm like, there's no way I'll be prepared for Timp. You can yeah. send me so, a proposal of a hike, and I'll review it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. And if Kelly will go on out. But I will probably it. want a lake at the end now. Because I was also like, man, if we just got to the top to see a view, and then we had to go back, I would not have been happy. So did you guys hike up in your swimsuits? No, I just went in active wear. Oh, okay. And just went in the water, like in leggings and sports bar and such. Makes sense. And then we like just waited a little bit to drip dry before Mm -hmm. we headed back down. Well, because I could see wearing your swimsuit up would be kind of uncomfortable. One of my friends did it, but I was like, meh. Yeah. I can go in water and whatever, apparently. So, well, there you go, guys. Did anyone else want to hear any of minute details about anything in my life? Because <laughs> I've got a lot to debrief with you after this. Okay. Our I like that theme. <laughs> <laughs> Our theme this week is your speed doesn't matter. Forward is forward. How fitting. Because <laughs> I did not have great speed yesterday. Um, so... Meredith, you found this quote, right? Yep. And where I found it, it literally says IDK. (laughs) So the person didn't know who said it. So I put IDK. Oh, oh, so you were meaning that these were two different ones. They are two different quotes. Oh, okay. So you And I was just putting them on there as like suggestions for now. They don't really like go as well to. I was like, how does the forward and the comfort them? No, but I just put them in a place that would. I could save them on there for Okay, now so should future. we just have the topic be forward is forward and then... Or the comfort zone one. I like the forward is forward. Okay, this week works for that. Okay. Which one is the forward is forward? So, um, it doesn't oh. matter how fast. In today's world of gratification? Did it start with that? Um... Yeah. No, no, that's just what I wrote down. So oh. this is down here, and then I'm going to just change the topic, the topic to forward is forward. Oh, the quote is your speed doesn't matter. Yeah. Forward is forward. That's yep. what I was okay. confused. I thought you were saying IDK, like, I don't know if this should be the title. Oh. <laughs> yeah, IDK is so, said by I don't know. Okay. Kelly, do you want to set that up again? And, and, and yeah. next week we can do the Alex Honnold one. Yeah, because I, really I like that, that, but I was one. like, I don't really feel like that goes... I just thought it was like all okay, one together. I'm gonna move that quote up the top. I also liked that Dave Ramsey quote that I sent the podcast, the Insta. We could do that one week. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, okay. So our theme for this week is forward is forward. 
Woo! Seems simple. Makes a lot of sense in hiking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Seriously, though. (laughs) I did hate yesterday. I knew, like, we started down an incline. I was like, but I can see we have to go back up again. Why are we going down? (laughs) I'm losing ground. Yeah. (laughs) Or even, like, yesterday, as I'm, like, so slow, I'm like, nope. It's just, like, these little steps that, like... You're in it, so you might as well keep going. Um, So, Meredith, you found a quote that goes with this. Yeah, so I have a friend who has lost a lot of weight um, over the last four years, but she's done it through, like, a lot of hard work, and but lately her Instagram has become kind of centered on it, and this was a quote that she had on her Instagram, and it, I don't know who says it. She, even she has a tagged IDK, so... Um, but I just really like to liked claim it. this quote. You can reach us at <laughs> five five five. Um, no, but I just really liked it because I kind of feel like this has been the year I have not lost any weight, um, and that's like my only goal. And I really want the scale to say less numbers than it does. But it's been slow, but I'm still moving forward. Like there's some. Um, changes that I've made in my life that have made me healthier, have made me happier. So forward is forward, no matter how slow you go, you know, that kind of thing. I like it. Um, yeah, and I think that like, cause really you look at, we just want that instant gratification sometimes. So we think so like much. speed will get us there, you know? And I mean, we were talking yesterday about like my therapist talked, like the first time I talked to her, um, uh, she was like, diets don't work. Like it was like some stat, I don't even know, like 95% of diets don't work. I want to look up the stat, who knows? Um, um, my phone doesn't have an internet but so she she was like if you were doing anything else in life and you heard the stats that it wouldn't work 95% of the time like you want to do it but yet people continue to try to diet or just like things that that like different goals that people make every year but they don't accomplish because they aren't as realistic and so well the thing is you know it's easy to say 95% of them don't work but then you've flip on Instagram and it's like me and three months ago and mm-hmm. me now and she's totally yeah. skinny but she's sucking in right yeah and that's why she looks well, skinnier and you don't see the years later that she gains the weight back or, uh-huh. you know and so it's I mean Instagram and whatever the advertisements have all made you think that it is instant even though we all know they don't work I mean even if you looked at your own life asked yourself what percentage of diets have worked for me None. <laughs> yeah. Like, the odds are not in diet's favor at all. Yeah. Because I'm still where I am. <laughs> I never really dieted, actually. But. but I do like the concept of just... Because sometimes you do have those days where you're like, yeah, I'm not hitting what I would like to be in terms of goal achievement. But as long as you are still making a little bit of progress forward, then forward is forward. Mm-hmm. And I just found a stat to back this up. So okay. it's healthline.com. And it said that there was a study in 2018 um, where it showed that more than half of the the weight loss was regained in two years. And five year, by five years, um, more than 80% of the weight loss was regained from these diets. And so you look at that and I'm like, okay, so maybe my stat was a little high, 95%. But, like, so but this is saying 80%. And that's a lot because it's like... 
unless you're making that lifestyle change where you're changing because you want to be healthy, because you don't want to have cancer, because you want to be able to go up a hill and it's not like, oh, I can't have this. I can't ever do sugar again or whatever. Like uh -huh. it's not going to stick. Yep. And it doesn't have to be with like even just the weight loss of moving forward. It's your goals of you only have a certain amount of time to get all your hikes in and easier, hard, you're getting them in, you mm -hmm. know, forward is forward. And during Corona forward is forward. Mm -hmm. Like anything we could do. I think my saneness, my sanity has come from like having this podcast always move. Okay. This next week, this next week, keep moving forward. Like I have some control over that. So in an effort of moving forward, what are we focusing on this coming week? Okay, let's do this. I don't know. I've been thinking all week about like what I wanted to, to do. Um, and one thing I need to do, my goal for this week, is to pick up after myself. Because <laughs> I haven't been doing a good job of that. And there's always like these little things that I pick up and I think... Meredith, why didn't you put this on the rack? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know what it's been um, about, but so I'm going to clean up after myself this week. <laughs> um, that's one goal. I'm going to make scripture reading more uh, of a priority. So I need to schedule that in now. We have gotten to a point where walking in the morning is a consistency. Um, we fit it in. It's now... I mean, that's just what we do. And so now it's time to fit in the scriptures to go with that, you know. Which sounds backwards. The scriptures should have come first. But it's easier when you have control over your schedule like this to say, okay, every day. And I won't read them in the morning, but I can make the priority at night. Like it. So for me, I need to put through things and have it be like a to-do list this week. So I need it to be a goal instead of an area of focus. So the first is to clean my car. I've been meaning to do it for a couple weeks. It's to the point where I'm like, this is gross. Mm -hmm. So I need to put it on the list to like be accountable. Like vacuum the inside or just Yeah, just everything, like totally detail it. The next thing is, um, so when I moved in I just put a bunch of my bathroom stuff like underneath the sink and so I would need to organize my bathroom because it's driving me crazy but I haven't these are things I haven't made a priority and then I need to grab a screw for a bed <laughs> I know this is like this is like a things to do list but sometimes that helps me oh, to sure. be like these are the things and then I really do like reporting at the end of the week like the areas that I've improved in with my big five um, but these right here are just what I want to focus on right now. So. Cool. I like it. Nothing exciting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all exciting. Um, I don't know what my focus is this week. I think in the past couple of weeks, I have, it's, I don't know, it's a little bit silly, but it's this whole like, oh my goodness, is summer coming to an end? I haven't enjoyed summer. I haven't embraced summer. I didn't summer enough. <laughs> So I feel like I have been attempting to be more outdoorsy <laughs> <laughs> um, or just kind of like outdoing more things. It, not always outdoors. Sometimes it's just like playing like games, like a card game with friends or something. But 
Um, I think I need to work on balancing because we are still getting up early every morning. And I think I've tried really hard to never bail on that because I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Um, But I need to get more sleep. So I think finding a balance between still enjoying life, but still saying no, what like I don't have to stay till 1am kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So just seeking balance in terms of sleeping and being recreational this week. Um, there's this hike in Draper that's very moderate, but it ends on a waterfall. You said moderate. I mean moderate, very easy. Like very easy. Oh, like, see how not, that changed? No switchbacks, yeah. usually shaded. Like it's probably less than a mile. Okay, we can. What's it called? I don't remember. I'll, once you remember what it's called, I'll read the reviews and get back <laughs> to in. you. I'm in too. Okay. Because <laughs> those seem like the qualifications that I enjoy also. And I like that with my hiking goal. Like I realized I'm like, it's not 20 peaks, it's 20 hikes. And so that's what I told myself with Olympus. I was like, even if you don't get to the saddle, like this it's just doing it. Hike. Yeah. Like, and, and so that's been nice too, because I don't have to go to the top. It's just getting... Even the 0.3 milers that we did in Moab, those, are you going to count those? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, not those. When we got out of the car. When we got out of the car, walked 0.3 miles to the viewpoint. Okay, so I'm not a (laughs) desert hiker, and our friends were doing, they wanted to do Delicate. Delicate Arch, but I... Like, it was flipping hot. They started, it was in the afternoon. They started at 10 a.m. Yeah. And, back. and it, and it was so one. hot. And so I was like, there's no way. I don't want to do that. So we just went to these little things. I don't care how delicate an arch is. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. And so we just, like, my rule was I couldn't be out of the car for four minutes. Well, guys, have a wonderful week. Stay out of the heat. And trouble. And stay out of some trouble. And just be consistent. Find a goal that you're, you really want to achieve, that you've got your heart on, and find a little something-something to do each day that progresses you forward. To genuinely do what you can do. Bye. See ya. is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs)